so beautiful. Bomb in a body cavity. More like wine in my body cavity. Am I right? <laughs> uh, hey, y'all. Welcome. This is Shades of Grey's A Dark and Twisty Podcast. I'm Bethany. And I'm Katie. And you can hear the little growls of our pupcaster, Jada. Jada. Say rough. When we want her no? to speak, she doesn't. Hey, Jay. Come on up here, baby. Come, Come join up. us. Come give us your insights. Come on up. How do you feel about Christina Ricci as a guest actress? <laughs> I think she's one of the best. I think personally. what a great celebrity tube character episode arc, plus some more. Right. Later, Mimi. Yeah, oh. and she, I think she does a really good job. I'd say she's up there with Gloria. Yeah, totally. You know, mm-hmm. as like the most impactful. There's one point, <laughs> I'll probably talk about it in my notes, sir. I'll remember it. Yeah. Where I where I was just taking notes and I've seen this a million times mm-hmm. and she said something and I started like, <laughs> like oh, sobbing. No. <laughs> like hyperventilating, like, oh no, I wasn't ready for that. Oh wait, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> like, oh, she's really good. <laughs> um, so this is our first like two part to be continued kind of episode. So Yeah, we'll still do two we'll do separate t- episodes, yeah. but probably post them on the same day. And- yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that you can binge them just like how you would want to do. can't leave you hanging. Oh my god, no. This is not network television. <laughs> you have to wait a week. Um, so yeah, we are recording um, season two, episode 16. It's the end of the world. Uh, dot, dot, dot. By R.E.M. Yes. Yeah. You know the song. It's the, you know. You know. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Um, so we open on a really spooky intro. Ooh, it just, it's like the oh I didn't I don't know if I saw the intro. What was the intro? It's there's like deep breathing sounds. Oh, yeah. There's an empty ER. Yeah, it's just immediate. It's like it just it's a cold open. There's like, no yeah. There's no preparation for it whatsoever. So you know that it's one of the big ones. It's like intense. this is, and, and this was the first big one, really. Yeah, like this is the first one where it's like oh oh shoot oh, yeah. It's gonna be a good show. Um, so Meredith is standing in this ER, nothing around her, no equipment or anything, with her hand out in front of her in the center of the room. Yeah, you hear beeping like there's a machine. Yep. Um, checking someone's vitals, but I don't think you see it. No. Nope. I think it's just everything's empty. There's heavy breathing. It's very bright. Yes. Um, and you see kind of like a from a farther away shot of Meredith and Derek is standing across from her. Yeah. And they're in this OR. Um, and Meredith starts crying. Yeah. And we hear a flat line. And then we hear a voiceover. What's the one thing you've always dreamed of doing before you die? Yep. What the fuck? It's ah! <laughs> like a really insane way to start it. And then there's quite a mood change. Then it's steamy. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, what, what's the one thing you want to do before you die? And then, yeah, we're... Um, Flashing to happy music. Yeah. And it's kind of bouncy. We see Izzy giving us a seductive look. Yeah. Um, and you see Meredith soaping her up and they're yes. in a shower. Yeah. And, and then, then Christina's Christina there. joins in. And it's really funny when they whenever Christina has a little part in this bit. Cause, yeah. Because the other two are like really playing it as like sort Ooh, of subtle, yeah. sexy. Christina's sexy is so funny. Yeah, it <laughs> it's is. It's like she like slaps the, yeah. the sponge onto <laughs> Meredith's shoulder. 
Um, but none of their hair is wet, which is always such a, like... Yeah, they're not actually under, like, the spout, no. I guess. But they're in this steamy shower, and weirdly, like, wind is blowing, though. So, like, blowing their hair back like a supermodel, and then they're all laughing, and they're all sudsy. And then we hear the voiceover say... <laughs> <laughs> what, what did she say? Like, uh... Like, really, that isn't my dream. Or oh, that comes in a minute. You thought this was my dream? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. She's, like... Hello. Hello. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. This is not my dream. Yeah. So, the door opens. We see George staring really dumbly in. Yeah. So, it's... On George's side, it is their bathroom shower, which is definitely not that big. Oh, my God. No. On the other side, it's, like, this huge, expansive, yeah. white... Yeah. Shower. And Izzy looks at George and says, you're the strongest, most masculine man I have ever known. (laughs) And Christina says, you're smarter than me and you've got really great hair. (laughs) (laughs) And Meredith tells him, I'm in love with you, George. I always have been and I always will be. Ooh. Which is like, whoops, that was really close to the truth. And then, I mean, in that, like, what George really what wants. What he wants. Right. This is what, yeah, this is like the ultimate fantasy. This isn't like a he's dreaming dream. This is like a he's... He's creating this. He's creating this in his mind. Yeah. He's fantasizing at the moment. And then George steps into the shower with them and drops his towel out. Yeah, he kind of reaches to drop his towel. And as the towel hits the floor... Bam! George <laughs> falls out of bed and Izzy slams the door open in his room. And he's like scrambling to cover his erection with his pillow, with his blanket. And Meredith says, See, Izzy. I told you, not my dream. Oh, yeah. You know, Yeah, not Meredith's. See, not my dream. And it's definitely not the first time George has dreamed about that. Yeah, so. Oh, no. George hits the floor. Izzy's like, Sneezing into her hand, eating cereal out of the box. Yeah. Talking about a clogged toilet. Yeah, she's scolding him for clogging the toilet. Like, you got to use the plunger if you're going to clog the toilet. He's like, yeah, covering up his wiener. And, <laughs> sh- and then he's like, also, something's wrong with Meredith. And then he, he it, everything kind of snaps back to reality. So we've been in, like, two weird spaces. Two weird, like, dream spaces. And we're like, what the fuck's going on? And, and, yeah. yeah, it's so, it's such an abrupt shift to like his sexy dream that you, like Katie was like I don't even remember the beginning like it's so you, weird you almost forget that little blurb at the beginning and then it comes back and you're like oh oh, oh. shit yeah. you know if you haven't watched it a million right. times <laughs> <laughs> so then we see Meredith in her bed she doesn't want to go to work and George thinks oh I'll help he says maybe there will be a horrible accident. Yeah, and then we can have surgeries, craniotomies, and whatever. She says, I don't care about surgeries, but... um, And she, like, slams a pillow over her head, and it's a very, like, childlike thing. Totally. she's just, no, I'm not going to work. And um, Christina comes in wearing a coat and scarf. They definitely just called her in. Like, yeah. It's not like she slept the night there. She came over. Yeah, it's kind of like the, the shot is... Like, Meredith had just covered her head up, and then she lifts off the pillow, and Christina's there, sort of, like, a yeah. later in in the morning. And she, Christina judgmentally says, you had a feeling? <laughs> yeah, she's kind of trying to, she's trying eh, to she's be. trying to try. <laughs> understanding. She's pretending that she's trying to be understanding. You have a feeling like I might die is, is Meredith's. Thing. Yes. She feels like she might die. And Christina goes, what, 
Today, tomorrow, in 50 years. <laughs> I just love her we're all gonna die so someday. much. Uh, but today we're late, you know? And then Christina says, okay, this is me being supportive. <laughs> and she kind of sits a particular way and, like, puts her hand on her her chin. Like, seriously, I'm being supportive. Here, watch. Look, this is me doing supportive. Um, and then Meredith kind of walks us through what's really bumming her out. Which um, isn't that she's going to die so much as it's about... The man she loves has a wife and the wife took her dog. And okay, I know that he didn't, she didn't really take my dog. I gave her my dog, but, but she has my dog. She's got my McDreamy and my McDog and yeah. my McLife. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't remember the last time we kissed and you just, you think you have forever, but you don't. Yeah. So she's kind of like just sad. She's missing him. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you always think that you're going to have more days. You don't know that you're gonna break up with the person necessarily or you don't know it when you're gonna die when right. your last day is it's sort of that parallel that we're getting yeah um and she just yeah. wants something to happen she needs yeah. a sign something will change help. oh also her conditioner stopped working yes and Ugh. she thinks she has brittle bones which maybe maybe it's very possible I mean, she's very very slender she says i just i need to stay in bed i feel like i might die today and Christina has done what she could do, and whatever she, everyone has problems. Her move, <laughs> she gets up on the bed, pulls off the covers, literally kicks her out of bed, yells, kicks her, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Meredith finally gets up, and Christina's like, "We're good to go." <laughs> yeah, Izzy and George have been waiting. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So then we see the chief looking at the board. Yes. Derek is there or Burke is there. Mm-hmm. Burke. Um, and then the chief says, oh, quiet board. And Oof. Burke says, oh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it means trouble, which is bad news and death. Like, yeah. It means a lot of bad things. Apparently there's some sort of forebodance about yeah. having this quiet board. Quiet board. And. Um, Trouble's a brewing, <laughs> and Derek walks up and also mentions, "Oh yeah, quiet board, quiet board, yeah." <laughs> and uh, Burke walks away. And says, "Doctor Shepard." <laughs> Derek goes, "Doctor Burke." <laughs> yeah, it kind of occurs to him that, "Oh, we don't call each other by our first names. Why can't we do that?" Yeah, we talked about this in a previous episode, and Katie was like, "This comes back. It's really important." And I <laughs> didn't remember this line, and um, yeah, Burke is like, "Uh." I don't think so. And and Shepard goes, seriously? And Burke goes, seriously. <laughs> yeah, Burke does not want to call each other by their first names. No. He's not no. interested. He's not cool with that. <laughs> um, we see the interns that are, they're suiting up for the pit. They're going to have yep. a day in the pit. Um, and Christina was feeling like she needs some OR time and... Yeah, everybody's complaining about these residents that they've been getting. Yeah. Um, we find out that they've only had, like, two in the two weeks. Yeah. Um, but since Bailey's been gone on bed rest, um, but they are really sick of these residents. They miss Bailey. George especially mentions yeah. that he misses Bailey. And the door kind of closes as the other interns walk through, and Meredith is kind of lagging behind. Yeah. And she suddenly gets this sort of... Feeling like you can tell yes. there everything goes quiet for a moment, and we get this feeling too because of yeah. So <laughs> everything it. slows down. There's no background noise. There's like nothing happening. Um, there's no like busy sounds. It, it all goes quiet, and 
uh, McDreamy comes up and says, you all right? He yeah. gets her. Um, he knows what she means about having a feeling. Yeah, she says, I have a feeling. And he says, I get those. Although he's talking about a different kind of feeling. And a it's penis feeling. <laughs> and penis feeling. I mean, and a heart feeling. I mean, but also his penis. But also his penis. Um, yeah. And he tells her that if you wait long enough, it passes. Yep. She says, promise? He yeah. says, I promise. Um, and so and she then- walks in and Derek... The, the look on his face is yeah. just the saddest. Ugh. As soon as she leaves his eyesight, yeah. he just lets everything down and he looks so sad. And they bring the noise back in and the, the time kind of speeds back up. It's like their moment together is silent and set apart and quiet. And then the second she's gone, everything kind of comes back in, including Addison. Addison just kind of pops out of nowhere as she's apt to do. Yes. <laughs> what you doing? And it kind of scares Derek back to reality. Yeah. And, uh, she says, what you doing? And he says, waiting for it to pass. Oh, oh no. This poor woman. He does not love her. No. Like, and I mean, he's he's given it a go, but he really should just give up, dude. Let just it go. Be, just <laughs> let her be happy. Like, she doesn't need to be with somebody who doesn't love her. Yeah. Stupid. Um, so then we're outside in the ambulance bay, and Alex um, is asking if Izzy wants to do charts with him, um, and she doesn't. And Izzy takes it in a different direction. Yeah. <laughs> Where she starts yelling, basically, that he's never going to, it's never going to happen. He's never going to get in her pants again. Her pants are These zits. legs are closed These to legs you are closed. And <laughs> yeah, like... you and me, never going to happen. Um, she just, <laughs> so uh, you don't want to do charts later? <laughs> yeah, right. He, I think he was literally asking about charts. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe he wanted to sleep with her also. But... I'm sure he also does. But he doesn't expect that to happen ever since everything that's happened with them. Right. right. You know? Yeah. He's not expecting that. <laughs> um, so Christina wants to get back on point. She's like, okay, which surgeon are we going to have to suck up to today? And then we hear, that would be me. It's Bailey. They whip She's around. Back. It's Bailey. She is like, I've been gone two weeks and you ran off two residents. I'm getting all these calls. My interns are Rosemary's babies. And Nobody wants you. I'm supposed to be calm. Did I raise you fools to be pariahs? <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. She's totally like, just not like she screaming. She steps right back into berating them, basically. They were misbehaving so badly. You should leave her bed rest and come and tell them like, hey. <laughs> or that's what we assumed thus far yes. into the scene. And then George walks forward slowly, <laughs> and, like embraces her and hugs her. And he's like, you're back. And yeah. she's like, no, I'm not back. Yeah, she pushes, like, pushes him, off. him off. And uh, Bailey starts directing. Yang, Karev, Gray, stay for the incoming case. O'Malley. Uh, Paige Addison Shepard, Stevens, get a wheelchair. And George is like, oh, uh, so what should I what should I tell Addison when I'm Pager? And we get a splash. Splash. And then um Bailey tells him that contractions are ten minutes apart and her water broke all over his shoes. Which Which it did. Yep. And he, <laughs> he knew because it was all over his yeah. shoes. And uh very Bailey's dramatic in labor. Just what's going on? Goodness, Jada's Does doing like good, a really Jada? dramatic like hand. She's like le- leaning back and sort of <laughs> she's moaning like aggressively, letting her lip hang oh, down. It's really yeah. cute. Oh yeah, it's good scratches. <laughs> Making <laughs> eye contact with me the whole time. 
So the ambulance doors open. Uh, this woman is screaming. Screaming bloody murder covered. covered in blood. And Meredith takes her and Alex looks past her and sees EMT Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci! A.K.A. Hannah Davies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, backs up the EMT. We see that her, her hand is inside this man's chest. In it's like a body oh. cavity. Yeah. And they there's a dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dramatic music kind of builds up and you get chills. Like, Dude, oh. this woman screaming, though, is so intense. Like, it's she like a very good screamer. Wailing. Like, yeah, yeah. It, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah, she's covered in blood. This poor EMT has her hand, like, inside this mm-hmm. person's body, like, in his abdomen. And, uh, and just, yeah, wide eyed looking at them, like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So then we get the opening title. Um, and Christina starts reporting to Burke as they walk. So Yep, she went and got Burke. Um, she's telling him about the guy. And he brings it back to you were gone when I woke up. Yeah, she's telling him James Carlson, age forty six, <laughs> unconscious and bleeding, large sucking chest wound. That was his wife who was screaming. And Burke is like, You were gone when I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Burke, I'm at work. Um, Burke, work. And they just had that, like, this yeah, is why she, it's a problem for interns to date attendings fight. Yeah, and she's she's telling him that, oh, I had a thing. And she's not telling him that it was Meredith because, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a weird, like, why would you tell him that? You know, like, right. no, Meredith just, didn't want to get out of bed today. Why am I going to tell my best I friend's business to you? Like, oh, no, I had a thing. I had to go, like, I can leave my house when I want to. Right, because I um, live here. Uh, yeah, because she does live here now. And kind uh, of, kind of. <laughs> she still has her other apartment. Um, and he's like, "Well, you didn't leave a note," which it's starting to get kind of like, "Oh, mm-hmm. come on, dude! She doesn't have to leave leave a note." Yeah, Burke is like, and once again, you know, like, yeah, and he, yeah, he gets this really condescending thing. Or, oh, and again, I go to sleep thinking we're fine and wake up to find you a little bit crazy. She says, I'm not crazy. I had a thing. Like, yeah. Like, I can't tell you what the thing is, but. He's so dismissive of her. No, he yeah. He just does not listen. Borderline gaslighting. Yeah. It sucks. Um, so then we're entering a patient room. Uh, Meredith is working on James Carlson. Yep. She's listening to his his heart, getting his vitals. Um, we see that Christina Ricci, a.k.a. Hannah, is still there with her arm inside of him. He's, <laughs> he's like, mumbling about his wife, so he's still a little coherent. Yeah, the wife is still there, freaking out. and We can hear her screaming. We do not see her, but yeah. we can hear her. <laughs> so Burke asks Hannah, um, why do you have your hand inside my patient? And then the other EMT is fucking like, oh, for the record, I told her not to. Yeah. Like, you know what, dude? That super doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, she's like, saying that she tried everything else to stop the bleeding, and the only thing that worked was her hand, like, shoving it in there. Yeah. Which, okay. Yeah. This yeah. other EMT is super condescending, and Burke kicks him out, which yeah. is nice. And Hannah kind of smiles at him crudely, like, hey, yeah. hey. Like, she says, thank you. And Burke's like, well, don't thank me yet. Yeah. Because now you just got to stand here <laughs> while right. we go to the OR. So Christina Yang's job, not Christina Ricci, uh, we'll keep, we'll call her Hannah. Um, yeah. So Christina's job is to make that woman stop screaming and figure out what happened. And she wants to go to the OR with Burke, though. She's like, oh, I don't get to go to the OR? And he says, no, you've got a thing to do. What a dick. Fuck you, Burke. He's like, 
Ooh, we have to be professional. Blah, blah, blah. And then he does shit like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, who has to be professional so now? She you has asshole? to be professional. But he gets except, to be petty. Except then when she is being professional, like now. <laughs> He's like, Ooh, he's like, uh, why don't you address my insecurities? Oh, why don't you baby me? Oh, fucking Burke. I do like him in this episode. I just don't like him with Christina. No, no, he does a good job. He's he's good at his job. That's the thing. It's <laughs> right, like, right, oh, right. he's a good leader and he's yeah. good at what he does. He's just not a great partner for Christina. He's not a good boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, so Alex and Izzy are standing in front of this woman who is screaming her lungs out. Yeah, they're just kind of standing there. We find out it's been like 15 or 20 minutes and Christina's like, uh, Burke says to shut her up. Like, Christina yeah. totally passes off this job. Yeah, of course. And Olivia walks by with a bunch of info. Yeah, she's saying there's an incoming case, a severe head wound, something to do with a car accident. And so Christina and Izzy, well, Izzy first kind of runs off after this. And yeah. Christina's like, oh, not before I get there or something. Right. Like, she wants to She wants to go too cut in because on that. it's like, okay, uh, I don't want to deal with the screaming lady. So yeah. Alex is stuck with the screaming lady. Very feebly, you know, is like, ma'am. Very calmly. He does a really good job, ma'am, are actually. are you injured? <laughs> you know, please try and calm down. Can you hear me? She is just like... He's looking up her name and sc- talking to her. Screaming, screaming, screaming. Every time her breath runs out, she draws in and goes again for a huge scream. Like, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's being so calm. and He's doing a real good job. We see some growth here. And then he takes a step forward and yells in her face as long as, or as hard goes as he can. Nose to nose with her. <laughs> screams back at her. And she stops. And then she starts weeping into his chest. Yeah. <laughs> She, I don't want she to like say. Squeak. She, he's like, okay, good, and then she's like, <laughs> yeah, sobbing. I don't even want to say one extreme to the other. It's just like a different extreme. Yeah. Like it's not as much like the in shock thing as like, oh, oh my god, yeah, the release she's still, of that, like freaking out. So. Uh, <laughs> Then we see George, and he's looking sadly into a door window. Oh, no, happily. Oh, why did I say happily? Why I don't, I I don't know why you said sadly, because he's real happy in this moment. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. He, is, he looks gleeful. <laughs> he's looking into the door of a room, which I don't know why this room has, like, a why window the on the door. Why would this, this door is, have This is a not window. a realistic thing, but it works for the joke. Yes. Um, where chi- the chief is walking down, and he sees George looking in this room, and he's, he asks him, what are you doing? Yeah. And George, really excitedly, Bailey's in there. Yeah. Oh, Bailey's back? The chief is so happy because he loves Bailey, too. Yes. And he goes, and he looks in the window. O'Malley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And George um, says, oh, she's in labor. Dr. Montgomery is examining her cervix. O'Malley, stop <laughs> looking. He's like, pretty amazing, right? Miracle of life. Yeah. George goes in for another look. <laughs> the chief says, our Bailey becoming a mother. <laughs> yeah. They're both just like gushing over her. And they invite Derek to look too because he's walking yeah, by. Yeah, they pull him in on the joke. <laughs> and then Derek uh, gets beeped. Addison exits the room for a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, she um, says, oh, a group of men waiting outside a la- or a delivery room. How mid-century. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out Bailey is refusing all pain meds. Um, she actually gets up and opens the door. It's like, what are you people doing out here? Yeah. And um, the chief's like, well, you know, any anything we can do. And <laughs> she asks the chief, can you get me a new vagina? <laughs> 
Because that is all she needs. He goes, uh, uh, well. <laughs> yep. And she she does say that her husband should have been here by now. She's trying to track him down. Yeah. And George says, give me his number, write his number down, and I will track him down for you. Like, yep. he's like, I'm going to do this for you. <laughs> yes. And Bailey doesn't want to see any of them again until after the baby is born, which, if he's on the schedule, is in four and a half hours, like I told him. <laughs> like, Bailey totally wants to be Bailey here and have it on schedule and, plan and it. do it yep. and get have it done. control over it. Yep. And they're both, both Chief and George smile to each other and say, Bailey is back. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like the balance has returned. Um, right. For now. Um, Izzy is working on a patient and trying to kick Christina out. Um, yeah, they're kind of fighting over the patient um, who is laying there with a head wound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the patient, uh, it's Tucker, Tucker Jones, Jones. Yep. Um, He he's kind of asking about his wife, but he's having trouble doing it. Yeah, he's the guy um, that was in the car accident Olivia was like, talking is, about. Is 35. my wife here? Yeah. Uh, she's supposed to be. She should be here. Um, and it's, Derek comes in. Yeah, Izzy's like presenting, but Christina cuts her off. And Izzy's the first to jump for like whatever medicine Derek was talking about. So they're they're competing. They're trying to get it. Yeah. Um, and uh, his phone... Tucker's phone starts ringing over in one of those bags off to the side. Yeah. And he starts seizing as Derek has has asked Izzy to go answer the phone, which kind of sends her away, which is kind of like, oh. Izzy's pissed because she had the meds in her hand. And then Derek is like, Izzy, you know, or Steven's going to the phone. So she has to hand the meds over to Christina. And so she, like, is mad. She, like, throws her gloves down to answer the phone. And, yeah, he's seizing. And then Izzy answers the phone, and it's George. George? George, why are you on my patient's phone? She's um, like, what? No, Bailey's patient isn't, or Bailey's husband isn't here. I think I'd know if I had Bailey's husband's phone, George. Yeah, and then she kind of turns and looks, and it dawns on her, what's Bailey's husband's name? And then, dun, dun, dun! It's Tucker. That was Bailey's husband. Bailey's husband. Yeah, so right now, head wound. only George and Izzy. Are the ones that have connected these pieces. Yes. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> he was on the way. That's why he wasn't here yet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, so then we are in surgery with Hannah, the we're, sucking. Yeah, we're in the OR there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're starting to set up for the OR. Um, Hannah's just kind of talking very nervously. Yeah. Like she's just kind of blabbing. And Meredith is reassuring her really well. Yes. And Hannah tells us that it's only her second week as a paramedic. Like, yeah. she's she's not good at this yet. She's only she's, got this little bit of knowledge. She thinks, like, maybe her hand is numb. She kind of feels like gagging. And so the plan is that Burke um, is going to scrub in and then Hannah will remove her hand. Um, yeah. Meredith assures her, you know, I haven't been at this very long either. And um, we see, yeah, she's, Hannah is, like, very briefly alone at the body cavity, trying to make a joke, very nervous. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, not great. Um, And then in the scrub room, which apparently is a scrub room for both of the ORs. I don't think we've ever seen, no, like, multiple. No, I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, multiple people scrubbing in at the same thing for two different ORs. Yeah, I don't know why they're there all together. I don't just know. It, mu- it must be, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> Derek comes in to scrub in while Burke is scrubbing in. 
um, for their surgeries. And Addison kind of pops in also. And she's talking about Bailey's husband because now she's been filled in. Yeah. Um, also, Derek, uh, Shepard and Burke greet each other very formally. <laughs> Dr. Shepard? Dr. Dr. Burke? Burke? Uh, yeah. So Addison is asking about Bailey's husband. And they won't tell her anything about it until they know what's going on. Until they right. have some solid information, they're not going to tell Bailey that don't this has Bailey. happened. Yeah. They don't want to... I don't know, upset her more than... There's no There's no point because she... There's nothing to tell her except that he's right, hurt. Right. Like, And so then we hear a, hey, Preston. and Yeah, as Addison leaves. <laughs> Preston says, good to see you, Addison. <laughs> and Which gives Derek the big, like... Uh, what the fuck? Like, you call other people? She gets to call you by your first name, but I don't. Yeah, I like her. You don't... <laughs> and Derek is like, you don't like me? And Bert goes, no. Which is like... <laughs> Okay, putting it out there. Oh, <laughs> very, Whoops. very clear. Yeah. Um. So Derek enters Tucker's OR, his OR. Um. Yeah. Tuck's on the table, and Tuck is still talking, so he isn't under anesthesia yet. Yep. He he's about to go under. He calls out. He says, "You you're Shepherd, right? Uh, Miranda really likes you. Yeah. Which is so sweet. And Shepherd's like, oh, I really like her too. Says, I'm gonna take care of you." Um, get him back, so. Yeah, and Tuck says, we're having a baby. Yeah, he knows. Um, so Nurse Tyler and Alex are cleaning up where that screaming lady was. Yeah, and she (laughs) has had some medicine to calm her down now. Um, and then she starts talking finally in the background. Yeah, so Nurse Tyler's like, what the fuck? Like, there's so much blood. It's not her? She's not bleeding? Yeah. And, uh, Alex is like, oh no, like, it was this acute anxiety reaction. Uh, you know, is she in shock? And this lady pipes up, I'll say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now she's just pissed. Yeah. She's so mad at this moment. Yes. Um, her husband is an idiot and she's going to kill him. And then we hear a voice of another man and he, he's like, Someone calls out Mindy. Mindy. Yeah. And he comes, he walks over and he's wearing a uniform that looks like a World War Two era uniform. Old timey army. Yeah. yeah, like military uniform. And he walks up and asks her how everything's going, and she's like yelling at him immediately. She's saying, like, "How do you think he is? He's bleeding all over the place, or you know." And you and James are idiots. Yeah, she's like screaming, and Alex is just trying to figure out what the fuck is yeah, happening. Yeah, Tyler and Alex look very confused and not sure how to, like, jump in there. And the friend, whoever this person is, is like, we don't play, we reenact. You know, World War II, there's... <laughs> no one reenacts World War II. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, yelling, Mindy's yelling, and yeah. there's just a lot of back and forth we hear, like... And Alex is kind of like, okay, so what happened? And yeah. she says, my husband and his moron best friend, and Paul in the background is like, hey. Hey. But, like, <laughs> like honestly. moron <laughs> yeah. best friend decided to build a big gun. And Paul Paul kind of jumps in like, oh, it's not just a gun. It's like a, Listen, it's blah, a bazooka. Blah, blah, bazooka. And the, the camera <laughs> is zooming in on her and the music drops and Alex is adding it all up and looking at Nurse Tyler. Yeah, Paul's trying to explain. And oh, then James walked in front of it because it didn't work and he was standing in front of it to see why it didn't work. And then it decided to go off. And then um, Alex is like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He shot himself with a bazooka. And it's just, it's They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Alex goes, was there an explosion? And then Paul's like, no. Why? Oh, oh, crap. <laughs> and Alex sprints. Runs. Yeah. 
and the wife still hasn't like put it all together. No, I mean I wouldn't either necessarily if I hadn't already seen this episode and kind of understand how a bazooka <gasps> so works. <laughs> they, he, Alex is running. He runs by the chief who tells him to slow down. Um, and it's kind of like all these you see yeah. scenes really short, really quick together. So as Alex is running. Um, we see Derek, who's about to drill in Tucker's head. We see Bailey, who... Is, like, feeling her stomach. She's c- trying to call Tucker again. Yeah, she's having a contraction. She's She kind of starts yelling into the phone because of the contraction, yeah. which is really painful, by the way. Burke, also, without without any meds. Yeah. Oh, boy. Burke is very calmly explaining the surgery. Hannah says she's ready. We see him running. We see Alex running. There's the phone ringing. George sees it in Tucker Jones' room where they left it. And Bailey is leaving another message. She says, Tucker Jones, you better be lying in the street somewhere dead, mister. (sighs) Not a great choice of words. Uh, Preston is counting to three. And Alex busts in the hour and says, Dr. Burke, I need to speak with you. Yeah, Alex jumps in on number two. So he was one number away from her pulling her hand out and them all dying. (laughs) Shit. Alex, very reserved, unemotional. Yep, I need to speak to you. You, You're going to want to speak to me, sir. Yeah, so he's, you know, considering the seriousness of it, how many people are in the room, you know, Burke lets him. Yeah. He walks over, he says, Karev, if you interrupt me in my OR, and Alex ignores that because he's not here for the ego. He says, was it through and through? And we kind of zoom back to Hannah. She's like, oh, I think, you know, who's that? He's cute. Like, she's kind of talking to Meredith about Alex, which is sweet. Like, she's, you know, not really, she doesn't know the seriousness of this. But Meredith can tell. Like, she's watching their body language. She can tell that something is wrong. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's so wrong. Yeah. Yeah, Meredith is, like, watching. She's like, oh, no, I had this feeling. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, Burke addresses Hannah. Yeah, he turns around and very, like, in the same tone of voice, very yeah, calmly. very calm. He does a really good job. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, he asks her what she feels. Is there anything your hand is touching that is hard, like metal? And Hannah's kind of like, what? What do you mean? And Meredith asks him what's wrong. And yeah. he doesn't answer. He just repeats his question to Hannah. And she she's feeling and she's like, Oh, my fingers are touching something kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Burke shushes Dr. Milton. Yeah, because Dr. Milton, it dawns on him also, and he's like, oh, my God. Burke's like, shut up. The anesthesiologist, Dr. Milton. Oh, God. I'm going to get so mad when we talk about him. He's not a great person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's... No, he's a bad person. He's a, yeah, average person, probably. But he shouldn't probably have people's lives in his hands if he's gonna react the way that he does and burke <laughs> tells hannah don't be scared everything's gonna be fine yep and burke calls meredith over um to like near the door of the or yes tells meredith to walk not run to the charge nurse and tell them we have a code black tell them that i am sure and then tell them to call the bomb squad bam Oh, shit. There's a bomb. Bomb in the body cavity. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And if you're watching this for, like, the multiple time, you already knew that was coming, but it's still, like, "Ah!" The way Burke says it, tell them that I am sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's not just, like, we have a code black. So that people can get back to him and be like, are you sure? Because that's kind of a serious thing to call and like, well, come on. send everyone that page. It's kind of a big deal. I mean, it's like, what is that even? 
<laughs> um, so there's a bunch of people outside the OR now. Um, Alex is like, what the fuck was Hannah thinking? And Meredith's, you know, trying to be compassionate. Like, oh, well, she was trying to save his life. Like, Yeah. Yeah. She's and- trying to save his life. And then Burke kind of walks out and... Meredith asks him, what can we do? What do we do now? And he tells them all to leave. Yep. And Meredith and a few others won't go. And Alex kind of leans back and is like, Meredith, come on. let's." And then he tells her, it's your funeral. It's your funeral. Which (laughs) Which also. Choice of words. (laughs) Choice of words. Um, Burke is assuring them all Milton and him can do it alone. Uh, But Meredith and, like, three others are standing there. They won't leave, but he tells them to stay by the elevator. Yep. That's fine. Just wait until the bomb squad comes through. Yeah, because Meredith is like, you need a surgical team. Yeah. So um, then we see Addison and Bailey. Yep. Addison is helping Bailey through another contraction, rubbing her back, um, trying to convince her to get an epidural, (laughs) which I think if, if she was... Just her doctor to, like, a random person. She yeah. wouldn't be talking to her like this, but since she's her friend. Right. Otherwise, she wouldn't be that great of a doctor. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, Rem- remember, you know, there's no shame in an epidural, yeah. but Bailey, you know, knows all the risks. And Bailey points to the resiliency of women all over the world at home with scissors and a bucket of water. And <laughs> George is like, yeah, women die. <laughs> all the time. He's not wrong, but then they just both stare at him and he's <laughs> really? like, oh, what did I just say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a fucking dumbass. <laughs> and um, uh, Addison is the worst liar. <laughs> yeah, Bailey's asking again, like, oh, I wonder where Tucker is. And yeah, Addison's kind of like, oh, we'll, we'll go find him. And she, she says, sends George out. He's not here. And she scratches her face, which is like all the things about All the lying. tells. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then Addison gets this page and she looks at it weird and is reading it and just There's looks like, what music. is this? And then um, Bailey asks her what? And Addison says, oh, nothing. I'll, I'll be right back. And she yeah. walks out. And then we have Derek in surgery on Tucker and his page is going off. He asks Yang to check it. Yes. And, and Izzy's kind of standing back watching and she asks a question and Derek is explaining things. And then um, um, Derek is like, hey, you know, Izzy, can you go find Addison? Tell her that Tucker's in worse shape than we thought. And Christina announces they want us to evacuate his pager said code black. Yeah, because she had called after the page to kind of check on what that meant. Right. For them, and she's like, but your pager said code black. Like, and I don't know what that means. Right. Derek is, is talking to himself more than anything. Yeah. And yeah. he says, you sure? Could be a drill, even if it's not I have an open brain on the table. I'm not going to leave Bailey's husband. Like, he's not talking to anybody but himself. Yeah. Kind of thinking through, like, it doesn't really matter if this is a drill or real. I'm not leaving. Yeah. And then and he asks if anyone else wants to evacuate going yep. once, going twice. Yep. And no one really leaves. Yeah. But um, he tells, you know, it's like, you can. Like, you can yeah, go. Yeah. Um, Been told to evacuate. So, and then he, one last time, turns and says, you sure they said a code black? Yeah. Because it's so unusual. Like, that's, that's like, not a thing. So, um, George and Addison enter an elevator um, and George and Izzy is like, runs up too. Yeah, George is like, oh, I don't, I don't like having to lie to Dr. Bailey. And Addison cuts him off, um, says, you know, it's it's not the time. Um, 
because George doesn't know about the code black yet. No, and Addison obviously is very internal at this moment. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then George gets the page yeah. as Izzy's running up to the elevator. Yeah, she tells them Tucker's a little bit worse off. Yeah, George and Izzy both get paged code black. And yeah, Addison just has a very serious look on her face. <gasps> and George is like, what's a code black? What is that? Like, yeah. And uh, they ask Addison. She tells them to go back to their locker room and wait for their resident to give them instructions. But... Uh, they don't have a resident. No. Um, uh, yeah, they ask, is it something bad? And then the doors open yep. and there's just pandemonium. There's police. We there's see police officers like... walking towards the elevators. <gasps> oh, my God. And Addison says, yeah, it's something bad. It's fucking, like, chaotic, intense. Everybody's, like, high stress. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to get some more of this dry rosé. Dry rosé. I'll have a chip. I'm just going to hit pause. So then we have Hannah, James, the sucking chessman guy, Burke, and Milton, the anesthesiologist. And Hannah clarifies, I'm touching live, unexploded ammunition. Yep. So she's been told now. Milton is pumping the oxygen. Burke mm-hmm. is leaning on a table kind of away from the body. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah. took him... Off of the ventilator, because that posed a risk. Yeah, off of the flow of oxygen, because mm-hmm. that would be, that would cause everything to explode a lot more. Right. So um, Milton is like, has to ventilate by hand, basically. Yeah, the ambu bag. Ambu bag? Ambu. Ambu bag. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hannah's starting to freak out a little bit more. Yep. And she's like, well, what if I took my hand out really quickly? What yeah. Would, what would that do? She's asking, you know, can he hear me? Burke keeps calling Burke's, her back to reality. Yeah, Burke's doing really good with this. He's He says, we'll have to ask the bomb squad, but I would guess that it would cause it to shift and mm-hmm. explode. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Milton is also looking really freaked out at this moment. Yeah, and Burke keeps kind of calling Hannah back and saying, you know, you are keeping him alive. Yep. Like. Yeah, that's her idea is to pull it out really quickly. And he's you like, saved him. You're keep. You're what's keeping him alive because your hand is on that bleed. Yeah. Um. So then we have a meeting in the center of the hospital in the surgical wing, and the chief is telling them, you know, where patients are headed, what the plan is. Yeah, Richard's yelling out orders to everyone. No one stays unless they volunteer to. Addison kind of pulls him aside as he walks down. Um, and is asking about the OR, like, is the OR closed to everything? Because she's in the back of her mind thinking, what about the possibility of a cesarean? Right, because he tells us just the East Surgical Wing is in danger. So, like, it seems like, okay, so just the ORs. Yeah. Yeah, and... um, But she might need an OR, so... (laughs) Right, and, uh, yeah, anybody can leave. Nobody's required to stay. Chief is like, yep, um, you know, only Burke's team is operating. And Izzy says, oh, and Shepard's team... What? So apparently somehow the chief didn't know about. The chief didn't I mean, know. he's been running around doing stuff, so he hasn't seen the board probably. And then but. Debbie announces that the bomb squad just arrived. Well, yes. because when Tucker came in, he just came in the ER, and then they're like, yeah. okay, we're taking yeah. the surgery right now. Yeah. Like, it wasn't scheduled, so yeah, maybe he didn't know that they entered the OR. Or... Yeah, and it was all at the same time as all this <sighs> right. bomb stuff was going on. And then we have fucking Dylan Young, the bomb squad guy. Kyle Chandler of Friday Night Lights fame. Um, That's the only, I don't know. I've never seen that. I don't know. I I think I've seen the first episode a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) Because I tried. I tried. Because people love that show. Dude, yeah. And they're all like, Tammy Taylor this and Tammy Taylor that. And I'm like, okay. And that's the 
lady who's also on Nashville and um, the first season of American Horror Story, Connie something. I haven't seen either of those shows. But Um, she's Tammy Taylor. Um, I know my friend Hannah from high school and middle school um, really liked that show a lot. And then they reference it in Parks and Rec. Yeah. That Anne and Leslie really liked it. It's referenced a lot. Yeah, totally. Okay, but uh, football. I I would think you would like it because One Tree Hill's about basketball. But I really haven't gotten that far on One Tree Hill either. Oh. I've gotten through a few seasons, but it's more, it's so much more drama. So oh. that's why I had such a hard time with One Tree Hill also. It's because it's so all drama? The sports. Oh, the sports, yeah. You're the like, sports is so boring. Yeah, you just don't care about that. It's so, like, like the male-centric dramas that are supposed to appeal to women somehow. I'm like, but I want the story to be about the lady. Right. Cause not, you, not about the boy. You like, like, Gossip Girl, right? Yeah, I did like Gossip Girl. Yeah, because that's, like, mostly that's women-centric, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I've never it's seen not, it. It's not entirely male-centric. Anyway. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have fucking Dylan Young, the bomb squad guy. Uh, the whole They come up. They're met by mm-hmm. Meredith. Meredith. Sorry. She kind of directs them where to go. Yeah. She says that the floors have been evacuated. She does not know about Derek. No. Not yet. And then they start to go towards that door. And then one of the other bomb squad guys says, hey, we got people over here. Yeah. So Dylan Young tells them. Uh, you stay here. Nobody moves unless I say so. Mm. Yeah, and then mm. yeah, one of the other so people, much potential in this guy, and oh, he's the lost. worst. <laughs> um, somebody else realizes Or Two is occupied. Yeah, and then Christina is like body. She's blocking. like body blocking him, and Meredith's like, oh no, he she will hurt him. <laughs> She will hurt him. Oh, no. Oh, she she will hurt him. Um, It's amazing. She's telling this, you know, Christina's like, hey, hey, like, this is a sterile area. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Because he's about to go in. Like, steps out, and her and Meredith had this gossip session in the middle of these bomb squad guys. (laughs) She's like, oh, what's going on? And Meredith's like, oh, bomb in the body cavity. And Christina kind of pouts, and all I have is Bailey's husband, open brain. <laughs> yeah, she, they're just like sharing what's going on, and Dylan is like, "Stop talking." <laughs> Stop Excuse <that>. me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Izzy is like, she's sitting down in an upper hallway, kind, kind of, of above those stairs in that main entrance area where the, the chief was just giving his speech. Yeah, she's twirling um, her hair. Yeah, George she's watching her. people. Are- evacuate yeah george sits down and says he needs to eat something he's got a sandwich yep and they (sighs) feel jealous of meredith and christina being on the floor with the bomb oh the fact we feel jealous that they may blow up and die doesn't say anything about our character right no no it's about (laughs) feeling useless and ineffectual and yeah they couldn't even get meredith out of bed they had to call in christina and and we're those two, you know, Christina and Meredith. Meredith and Christina, they're doers. And we're, we watch. And We're and, watchers. You know, Alex is doing and like. Yeah, you see Alex running around down there and yeah. Izzy notices him. He's directing people and asking for things. Yeah. And she's like, I I think we have to be doers too. We need to go do stuff. We got to be more proactive. And Izzy gets up to do. And George is like, oh, right oh, now. You mean now? Okay. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, we can do it right now. (laughs) However, Izzy's concept of doing is a little bit different than what George was thinking they were talking about. I think maybe also Izzy wanted to get involved in the chaos, but then she's like, what can I do? But then she saw Alex and she's like, do, do, 
Do. Do it. Do it. Do it the sex. Izzy catches Alex in a little supply room and um, he just starts talking and won't stop. <laughs> yeah, she's like kind of confident but a little scared. She walks into this she room. Keeps he's saying, getting some she coffee. She keeps saying his name. Alex. Yeah, he's speaking to her as a friend saying like, whoa, this is like a crazy apocalypse. And he's yeah. listing things like, um, you know, calls... Christina and Meredith, the annoying twins, and um, saying, like, what's going on? You know, she, he's like, and this happened, and that happened. She's like, Alex, Alex. And he says something about, you know, like, getting while the getting is good because there might not be a tomorrow. Yeah. And, getting um, closer. <laughs> Alex. And then it switches yeah, to, he like. he says, what? And then, <laughs> bam, they are making out in this supply closet. And Izzy starts stripping, and Alex is kind of like, Oh, well, uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, what are you doing? I meant that it's like the apocalypse, uh, metaphorically. And she's like, I'm being a doer. And she says, she says, I'm horny, half naked, and I'm saying yes. Now you want to stand there and talk metaphors or do you want to literally take off your pants? <laughs> Which is like, check, check, check. Oh, and he takes off his pants. Well, she also tells him, Alex, <laughs> I haven't had sex in eight months and 12 days. <laughs> I'm horny, have you know, then she goes. As we know, Izzy <laughs> is very much, her her love language probably is touch. touch. Yeah. She's very sex positive. Yes. I just, I love that she is like, here are the three things you need to know. I am horny, half naked, and I'm saying yes. Like, you have my consent. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Come on. Do you want to literally take off your pants? What a great line. Oh, so good. Um, so then we see Derek in surgery. Yep, he's in the OR. Derek is... Uh... Dylan is talking to him. Yes. Um, trying Dylan to get is him trying to, to get leave. him to leave. And Derek is very calmly telling him, no, but uh, anybody else can leave. I'm not going to let him die. Yep, he lets his team go, but he's not going to go. And Dylan is trying to say, oh, well, the chief of surgery authorized authorized me to tell you to go. That you cannot stay here. <laughs> and Derek says, the chief of sur- surgery doesn't scare me. Dr. Bailey scares yes. me. Get out of my OR. <laughs> Truly. Yep. Be, fuck off. Like, you. he doesn't know. Like, yeah. and Derek has an open brain on the table and he's not leaving. Like, right. He's yeah. going to do the right thing no matter what. Even if it's putting him at risk, it's yeah. like if he does leave, Tucker's definitely gonna die. So yeah, like, exactly. If he stays, it makes, it they makes might that both option die. pretty easy for yeah. him. Yeah, and he kind of takes a deep breath and then goes back to working. Yep. Um, we see Bailey who is standing, panting. Uh, she's oh. walking around. She can tell that something is wrong. Addison is there, but she's distracted. Yeah, she knows that something is going on. Yes. And Bailey asks, where exactly is my husband? And Addison tells her, he's with my husband. Yep. And she, we see that she's telling her. We kind of see outside the room yes. so we don't see the the conversation. But yeah. um, we see Bailey kind of double over like, no. Oh, my God. It's so oh. sad. And dumb Dylan and Burke are looking at an x-ray of James's <laughs> chest and Hannah's hand. And they're saying... See, I like Dylan. I think that... Oh, I hate him! No, I think he's awful in here, but I feel like what they set him up as is, like, he could be a potential future... Uh, like love interest of Meredith, like they, no! they make it no, but they they wrote it that way so that it would be like really painful at the end. No, they <laughs> no, wrote it no. like he's a dick. No, but he knows he's a dick. 
that's fine. You're still one. <laughs> you still are that. Like he's his whole job is making sure that people don't die. In an so is Meredith. Like, get out of here. <laughs> She's nice. Oh, okay. I his, don't. His is a little more emergent. Listen, though. <laughs> literally every time he came on the screen, I'm like fucking Dylan. Dumb Dylan. No, I like, like him. Okay. I, well, I feel like he if he was meant to be a, a long time character, he could have been fun. You know, because you... No, that's already like, Alex. We already have that. He's already an asshole who you kind of like. Yeah, yeah. We don't need Dylan. I still think that... Well, I'm not saying we need him. I'm saying, like, that's that kind of character. Like, uh, he's well, someone who who is built up for future I potential. I don't think he has any good in him. <laughs> I think he's all shit. <laughs> no. Okay, they're fucking looking at the x-ray. No telling how dangerous it is. And then fucking Milton... Oh, yeah. Back in the Hannah OR, Milton and Hannah are alone. With and James. Oh, <laughs> fucking Milton says... Fucking Milton! Pink mist. <laughs> I got so mad the second he said that. I was like, fuck off and now I remember what happened. God damn it! Yeah. And... With with this scene, you know, with Milton, not yeah. with the whole thing. I knew what happened with the whole thing. I forgot yeah, about this yeah. piece of Hannah, Milton. Hannah's kind of like, what? And Milton says, oh, that's what the bomb squad calls you when you explode. And he says it like that, like, you when calls you Calls you explode. when you blow up. You're liquid. Just flecks of human flesh and blood. Yeah. One minute you're a person and the next you're bloody rain. Which, gross. Also, shut the fuck up, Milton. She's the one who's like, yeah, doing all this. And they both have, like, vests on now, like, um, bulletproof vests. Yep. Why is he so bad? And he... Uh, I mean, he... The whole time. If, I feel like if Burke... God. Burke was a little bit better at um, empathy, you know, he would maybe would have noticed... Yeah. That, oh, this guy is a flight risk. Maybe I should get someone else in someone here. Else. Yeah. Who is actually gonna... Stay. Stay in, in the best interests of the patient. So, he... Milton hands Hannah the Ambu bag, yep. tells her to squeeze it in even beats. And he's very calm about all yep. this, oh, which is here. the really scary thing. It's fucking freaky. He's like a sociopath. Yeah, psychotic. Because who knows if he's even telling the truth. He just wants to save his skin. And he he tells her, oh, yep, squeeze, squeeze it in even beats. And he starts to leave. And Hannah's like, where are you going? Like, Dr. Milton. And he says, I've got kids. And he fucking leaves the yeah. OR. He leaves her alone. He leaves her with the all body alone because everybody else is looking at the X-rays in a different room. Oh, fucking Milton, dude! Oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. So then we see uh, Mrs. Carlson Carlton. Um, I don't remember, but her first name is Mindy. The wife, uh, Mindy. 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 <laughs> her name is Midnight. We call her Mindy. Midnight. <laughs> That's, That's my cat. cat. <laughs> Mindy. Uh, Mindy is talking to the chief, and it's interesting. It's an interesting scene because he. Oh, I got lost my uh, <laughs> notes for a second. Um, she is standing, and he is sitting, which I thought was a very interesting thing. And then they're not in like his office either. No, he's think. in an office, but yeah, she's wearing like two surgical gowns, one front, one yep. back. And, um, um, and Alex is there too, and Paul, and which is the BFF. <laughs> Yeah, the stupid best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is talking to him about, like, how James is doing and what's going on. And it kind of hits her, like, oh, God, he's going to die. And right. then she sits down. Yeah. And the chief sends Paul out to talk to the officer about the device that they built. Maybe they can learn something from it. Right. Yeah, because the chief is telling her, like, I don't know how long he can stay the way that he is, but they're going to try and save him. Yep. And, um. 
Yeah, yeah. So Paul has to explain like <laughs> what the fuck they built. And Not that that's really going to help that much. But I don't know. Maybe if you know what kind of bomb it is. Like, I, I feel think, like they look at that. Yeah. You know? I think it was more like, get out of here. <laughs> right. No, it absolutely was. And then uh, the chief asked Alex, you know, can you get Mindy a cup of coffee? Yeah. And she considers the bright side. Yeah. She's like, well, this is as bad as it gets. Um, which is like, it, it can't get any worse than this. She, she vocalizes this as we, as an audience are supposed to be thinking that, like, it can't get any worse than this, right? Right. Like, she's kind this, of like speaking for us This here. is definitely the worst case scenario, right? Mm-hmm. It can't get any worse, right? No way! So then we have George coming into Bailey's room. Yep, he's walking into Bailey's room and she is packing. Yep. Which is kind of surprising to him. She needs her suitcase. She's, she's going home. She's freaking out and she is like, nope, I'm going home. This baby's not being born today. I'm holding him in. Yeah, I'm holding it in. There's it doesn't not- work that way. But when you are a woman in labor, things aren't necessarily... Um, Logical. <laughs> she says there is not going to be any baby born today. Um, and she starts. Crying. She's not going to have him today because another. Yeah, another contraction comes on. So she's like, oh, yeah. like she was trying to kind of get it all done, but you can't when your body is every <laughs> ten minutes seizing inside of you. She starts um, crying. She says, "I can't do this without my husband. Yeah, she can't, I can't do, do this, this alone. alone. Oh, it's so sad." Um. And yeah. then we have Christina and Meredith, and they're looking in at the x-ray room where yeah. Burke and Dylan are looking at... Th- yeah, all the bomb squad guys. I mean, there's multiple guys in there, isn't there? Like, I in think the so, yeah. Watching. So, no, yeah, no one's in the actual room. No one's in the um, actual, like, OR, except for Hannah yeah, right now. Yeah, and Christina kind of walks over to take a peek, and Meredith's like, no, you weren't supposed to go look in that. We were told not to. And then Christina sees what's happening, and she says... Why is Hannah shaking? And then she walks a little closer. Is she squeezing the Ambu bag? And so Meredith <laughs> walks over also. Where's Milton? And they're both looking in. And the Meredith kind of peeks her head in and says, Hannah, where's the anesthesiologist? Yeah. Uh... And Hannah says that he left. He didn't want to die. And then Hannah starts panicking. And Meredith tries to call her back. She says, Hannah. Yeah. And... And Hannah's just blabbering again, and she, <laughs> she says, I think I'm going to take my hand out. Yeah, I'm going to take my hand out. And she kind of sets the bag down. Oh, my God. And then we're back in the x-ray room. And <laughs> Dylan is like, oh, what are people going to learn? And, uh, yeah, he's, you know, Burke- they're talking about how his her hand is what's holding it steady. Um and then, yeah, Dylan's kind of whining about the surgeon next door is refusing to leave, which is Burke. It kind of gets Burke's attention, like, oh. Derek's not, he's not going out, like, oh. Right, yeah. He kind of looks that direction, even though it's, you know, a different you room. You can't really see it. Can see. Yeah, Burke <laughs> is kind of optimistic. Oh, maybe it's not as bad as it seems. And Dylan is like, well, her device, you know, her hand is doing the thing and it's unstable, but maybe it's a dud and... Maybe it is, but we wouldn't know I that. have a nervous person with a hand and a body cavity. Yeah, and nervous paramedic. Burke is like, okay, it's definitely uh, yeah. as bad as it seems. Definitely and as bad. Then Christina calls help. Yeah, we hear Christina yelling for help, and they go across the hallway, and Christina is now pushing the ambu bag, squeezing it, and um, Hannah is 
still has her hand in, but she's looking like she's, she's about to run. freaking out. And Meredith, Meredith is trying to talk her down. She has her hand on her wrist. She says, it's almost the finish line. Hannah's like, no, no, no. I just want to be done with it. And Preston is like, it won't be much longer, you know. But Hannah is panicking. Yeah. Burke rem- reminds her, like, oh, it's, it's, uh, you're the only thing keeping alive, remember? He's trying to remind her of the thing that seemed to encourage her earlier. And she says no. And this is where I'm, like, started to kind of, like, sob. Um, where Hannah says, no, I'm 22 years old. So I'm like, oh, she's a baby. She is a baby. I should not even be here. This is some kind of mistake. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm. I'm little. I'm right. young. Yeah. I'm I'm a little twenty two year old. I'm new. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Meredith says, "I'm not leaving." And Burke yeah. points at her and is like, "Dylan, I think is the one who's move. like, we need to clear the room, get everyone out." Dylan Meredith is, and Christina both won't leave. Yeah. Dylan is pressuring Burke. You know, you're responsible. It's your intern. And Dylan is everyone like talking yelling and yelling. And then the music kind of swells up too. And it's then Yang, go with Dylan. You yeah. go with Dylan. And they're like, you can do this, Hannah. And yeah, the music is taking over. Yeah, it swells up. And then Hannah pulls her hand out and everyone hits the deck. We see Burke, Kashina, Dylan hit the floor. Yep. Hannah- Nothing really happens. Um, and Meredith is left standing there. And we see Hannah running out. She leaves a bloody handprint on the door. Yeah. And Christina stands up and sees that Meredith has shot her hand out and is now having her hand in the body cavity. Where Hannah's was. So nothing happened because Hannah or because Meredith stuck her hand in there right where Hannah's was. And Christina goes, Meredith. Meredith. And she goes, What did, what did I, I do? do? <laughs> oh God, Meredith. And Dylan tells nobody, you know, nobody, nobody move. move. Nobody move. And then Meredith is kind of whispering to herself over and over, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? And then, end credits. End credits. Ah! Holy shit. To be continued. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So that's where this fucking episode ends. Can you imagine, like, watching this the first time? It might have been one of those where it was like a two-part, a two-day thing, like a two-day marathon or whatever. So you get both days, but still, yeah, you still have to wait. (laughs) So there's a part in the next episode that I remember watching on TV when it actually happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll get there. I think I saw all of these when they actually happened. I think, I mean, up until. I don't know. I, I watched many seasons. Yeah. Yeah. In real time. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until like so, Hulu and Netflix was a thing. Right. So Bailey's still in labor and wants to leave. Addison is freaking out. Izzy and Alex are having sex. Derek is working on Bailey's husband. His brain is open. Meredith has her hand in the body cavity on a bomb. Christina is also there. Burke is also there. Dylan is there. And I don't know where George is right this second. Maybe he's with Bailey. He's kind of hovering around the Bailey-Addison situation. Chief he's is dealing that's with That's what Mindy. he's decided to do. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's all very stressful. Oh, so much going on. So lucky for you, um... There is another episode right after this. <laughs> yeah, we are going to do a second separate episode. So if you want to wait to listen to it, feel free. Otherwise, <laughs> continue listening immediately after this one. That's and right. we will continue this story freshly Very in our minds. Bingeable. With slightly more wine than we had before. And possibly <laughs> so. Taco Bell. 
Ooh. You want to go get Taco Bell? Oh, yeah. Okay, that Should was my plan. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Taco Bell intermission. And then Hell we'll be yeah. back with the next episode. Okay, love you guys. We See love you, in a you so much. Bye. Uh, Shades of Grey's pod. <laughs> oh, should we talk about Instagram? or? Uh, no, we'll do it next time. At Shades of Grey's podcast. You know the drill. You got it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>